Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi, Steph. <laughs> so um, we just want to say, in the spirit of authenticity, Sarah and I's pre-show chat was heavy. And we're both in this place. <laughs> <laughs> this place yes where there there are things going on that that are not mic ready because not everything needs to happen in front of the microphone immediately right absolutely we need to process, need to process and, and deal and and heal, heal? and right. yes so not everything is mic ready immediately and and so we're just telling you you know we, we got some heavy and I mean, really, mine. I just have a headache, and I don't feel good. No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, that. Hey, can I t- thank you for letting me keep the lights off? Yeah, I I would rather have the lights off too. My my eyes are so light sensitive. My I am so light sensitive, and my eldest child loves the light, and she is opening my darkening. I have I have darkening shades. She's opening my darkening shades. But she goes a step further. She pulls open the blinds, too. And I'm like, I I literally, I have a headache because it is so bright in my house. And she gives me a hard time. I'm like, when do you move back to Bowling Green? Because I'm counting <laughs> down now. But um, so we're going to we're going to we're going to do some light. We're, not not light. Like we're keeping it in the dark, but light as in not so heavy. Right. And we're going to. We're going to ask some of these some of these fun questions that we have that we do from time to time, but that's kind of like all we're going to do today. That sounds like a good plan to me. You like that? I do. Me too. Okay. If you could have dinner with anyone from history, who would it be? Oh my goodness. Can I say that it would... I don't know. <laughs> no, I was going to say it'd probably be somebody from that dang Hamilton story that won't get out of my head. My family became obsessed with hamilton the musical um a long time ago like a long when it first time ago came out. like yeah yeah when it when it was first on its rise my husband was listening to it ready for this non-stop and it was so frustrating and the rest of us complained and complained and complained well and then we listened to it and then we were on the bandwagon with him and we all became annoying and that was fine. We lived in our own annoying little bubble and all was good. Um, Disney Plus released Hamilton, the musical, the movie. What I don't know. Anyway, it is a live stage performance with the original cast that was recorded and has been released in movie form. Last Friday, Cliff and I and our daughters sat down and watched when it, the day that it came out. And it has been on repeat in my head ever since. So right now, the question, who in history? It would be somebody from that stupid story. <laughs> That's fun. That's really fun. It won't stop. It's on It's on repeat. I was putting together some furniture for Cliff yesterday. And Megan's like, Mom, what are you? I was singing the lyrics. I didn't even realize that I was singing. And then... Once I catch myself, I get mad because it's like I have no control over what is spinning through my mind. That's fun. But I've been singing Hamilton for days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who I'd pick, but I'd pick someone. 
from from Hamilton, mm-hmm. from Hamilton, from that time, from that time, uh, yeah, from that time. I think that it probably changes as we go uh, different seasons or different things we're experiencing. Or it's absolutely true. Or um, you know, yeah. So for me, anybody in history, dang, <laughs> and the list goes on. Right. I want to. I want to be spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that really is probably where I first go because I, I come up with several of those but to lighten the mood and to help me to look forward and to to dream and to lighten my spirit I want to sit down actually not just sit down I want to walk around with Walt Disney in ah, Disney World yes and and hear his thoughts and and be inspired by how he dreamed and the setbacks that he had and how he pushed through them and his vision and um and just just listen to him talk about all of that. So that's who I would say right now. I kind of love that. Because that that little girl in me, I I want I want that. You know, mm-hmm. I just I need that in my life right now and to to just be able, I mean when we went to Disney that one time and I just walked in, I, there was something that in my soul that was soothed and was yes. excited at the same time. It was just such a cool experience. And so to sit down and talk to somebody like that um, or to him and to, and just to hear him explain so many things and, and, and have one of those ice cream, those Mickey Mouse <gasps> ice cream things you together. Know they sell them at Kroger. I know now. they do. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are delicious. Um, but to walk around the park, I'd want to walk around the park and I'd want to hear his thoughts on all these different things. I yes. think that would be fun. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Disney, Walt Disney. I really like that one. Thank you. You're welcome. That was good. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but if I'm going to be spiritual, I'd have to say the Apostle Paul right now too. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help myself. <laughs> Sorry, just couldn't help myself. Okay. If you could live in any TV home, what would it be? Oh, Okay. TV home. Hmm. I have to think on that one for a second. There's a lot of TV. Yeah. I, I yeah, there's a lot of TV. I don't know. Okay. So uh, just going have, back, yeah, I do. And yeah. it's going to feel weird saying it because, but it's just what I mean. I was my, one of my favorite shows growing up. If you're going to, Oh, I know. I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> what Go am ahead. I going to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you tell me. I would say the Huxtable household. Really? Yes. All right. But it bothers me because I know who Bill Cosby is now. Yes. And so all of that coming up. But I really actual- hate that that kind of steals the enjoyment of something that was so much a part. Yes. But I love the Hux. The, I loved the Huxable family. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were they they had this great um, balance between fun and discipline and grace and high standards it was just this really i i thought that they were i just i loved their family i thought that that was i would think that that would be a really fun family to be a part of seemed to be a lot of laughter yeah fun um again though still held to a standard Standard and and they loved each other and they supported each other that's so yeah yeah so for me it would be the huxtable family i love that okay i still don't have an answer (laughs) <laughs> I still don't have an answer. Um, hmm. That's just the first thing. I mean, I'm I'm just the yeah. kind of I'm looking down at these and then I'm answering them. So I have not picked them out. So I have. There's just I'm saying the very first thing that comes. You to really my brain. are. I know, and I don't have 
that well, like, you don't have I, that? I honestly don't have that one. Um, okay. I honestly don't have That's that fine. one. I just yeah. looked down and I saw the next question that I just that just caught my eye. Okay. Um, it says, what's the right age to get married? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think that's dependent upon mm-hmm. the the people and the circumstances and the people in the circumstances. Like yeah. I was, I was married at 18. I was married seven days after I turned 18. So it, it's not like I was almost 19. I was barely 18. And if my 20 year old daughter came to me and said she was, I'd be like, I don't, I, I don't think you're ready. You know, were you ready? Oh, hell no. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> right. but 18 year old me was convinced that I was right. Isn't it amazing how our, how we think we or rather 17 year old me. I mean, because all of the planning, all of the, the preparation, all of that happened while I was 17. I mean, I didn't plan a wedding in seven days. That's true. You know? That's, that's, that's crazy stuff. Oh, I'm aware. I know. But I love how it's worked out. And I got married young, too. I got married right after I turned 20. Um, and for me, obviously, it wasn't, it has nothing to do with age is basically the Absolutely. bottom line. So today, I guess I say 43 is the best time to get married, the best age to get married, because I'll be 43 when I get married. Yes. Um, and, you know, marriage is just hard and it's difficult work and it's a choice and there's a lot of fun in it. It's that same thing that I just described with the Huxtable family, you know, mm-hmm. you know, fun and discipline, um, high standards, yet grace. It's this tension and this balance that you have. And so um, when both people go in and they have that expectation um, and they're both willing, I don't, it, there's no age that, because you could be 50 years old and not be able to have that kind of mindset. Right. Um, or you could be 18 years old and have that mindset and have that character. So I, it's definitely not an age. Right. It's a, it's a character, um, something inside of you. It's a mindset. It's a, it's a choice. So it's a choice every day, every day. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay. There is no magic age. All right. What's a great book you've read recently? Oh, I, um, the one I mentioned last week, I was reading a book about um, mourning and grief mm-hmm. and um, trauma and and dealing with tra- that was in ex- it, it was it was fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a mystery, you know, going on through the through the whole story. So you're trying to figure something out as you're as you're going along. But um, this girl was 17 years old and had um, a traumatic event happen that flipped her world upside down. And and then the telling of her dealing with it and how she made um, poor decisions and did stupid things to feel alive. And um, I feel like you're telling my story. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was excellent. It was an excellent read. Um, and I can't remember the name. Well, that's all right. Agro. Agro. It was surf. They were surfers, and so agro was a surfing term. Oh, okay. And um, it it was a, it was a very excellent read. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love to read. 
absolutely love it. But unfortunately, at this stage in the season of my life, I don't have time to really read like I like I used to, like I want to. It feeds my soul. It feeds my spirit. Um, one, I don't have to have a. I mean, I'm working full time and I'm doing a whole lot of other things. And two, I'm old, and so or I'm getting older, <laughs> and so reading at night in bed it just puts me right out. I does mean, it really? It, it does. Okay. And so and so that's very difficult because I have to get up so early in the morning. Mm-hmm. To work full, you know, because I'm working. Yeah. So I, I don't have like, and I don't, you know, it. there's just only so much that I can put into a day, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did read um, recently, it's been in the past couple of months, and it's nonfiction, but it's, uh, my dad highly recommended it, and it, 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 it was unbelievable. It's emotionally healthy spirituality. And talking about us healing um, and just the whole person and, and the things that we need in order to be emotionally whole, spiritually whole. Um, it was, it's an, it's a great, it's a great read. And, um, so that's what I've read recently and I absolutely, absolutely love it. Um, I would highly recommend that book so much. Okay. So uh, remind me to write it down. Okay. Um, I'm looking up the author because just because I said a book, I should probably. Oops, I'm not on Amazon yet. <laughs> you want me to ask the next question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I just looked down here again. Do you feel like you're a leader or a follower? Depends on which day you ask me. <laughs> um, I believe I am a leader. But that doesn't mean that there aren't days when I feel like a follower. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. So Agro is written by um, Coralie June and somebody else. Where's the other author at? And Carrie, Carrie somebody. Carrie Gray. Sorry. Um, there you go. That. Cool. That. So I, I think both. And I think that... I believe that a healthy leader is a follower. That's exactly what I was Because you got to be learning from somewhere. Mm-hmm. You have to be learning information to share information and and to lead people. So I'm a leader. Some days I feel like I'm only a follower, but that's what makes me a healthy leader. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think in order to be a great leader, you have to be a great follower. You can't, you have to be, you just have to be both. And um, because if you only expect people to follow you and and you lord it over them, that's just a bunch of pride and you have to have humility and you have to also understand empathy in order to understand how to lead well and to how you compassion to, so all of these different things. And so I think, um, and for me, it's situational um, I don't mind taking a back seat to someone if they have a, if they're passionate about yeah. something if they if they know more than me if they have a call to to lead in a certain way but if I know that I'm supposed to step up in a situation and um, and I'm becoming more confident that I can add value to something then I can lead right. um, and you know the other thing too is we can call ourselves leader but if we don't got anybody following us we're you not much leader. of a leader. <laughs> Yep. So, um, so it's always um, it's always good to know if if how we view ourselves in in a specific thing is is actually accurate. Because if you don't got, I mean, really, truly, you need to know who kind of 
Yes. What you're doing. Absolutely. Um, but I, I'm with you. I think that you have to be both. You have to be both. Yeah. If you're going to be a leader. So yeah, for sure. Okay. If you could, here's a little bit different. If you could be an Olympic athlete in what sport would you compete? Napping. <laughs> that is not an Olympic sport. Although, you know, maybe you can um, invent it. So this is not yeah. what I would compete in, but it just totally makes me think of cool runnings. Okay. You know, the bobsled, yes, you know, yes. like, I love that movie. That's a movie yeah, I haven't seen in a long time. That. That's cold weather. I know. That's why I'm I just in summer Olympics. Where do I go from? The, I don't know. Gymnastics. Why gymnastics? Hmm? I don't know. Cause I threw something out. Like I'm, <laughs> I don't have okay, that. You're not aspiring to be an Olympic athlete, right? I'm not. Do you know how much I would, work? I would aspire to be an Olympic spectator. <laughs> that would be really cool to be able to go to the Olympics. I remember when I when Luke was born, he was born in 2020. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, when the 2020 Olympics get here, Luke will be getting ready to turn 20. And that blew my mind. Yeah. I mean, absolutely blew my mind. And I, cause I, I mean, I absolutely thought about that because I love, I really do enjoy watching the Olympics. I think it's an awesome international thing and people are showing off what they've done for all of these years. It's just amazing to think about all the hard work that goes into one event. One event. So I just think that that's crazy to me. But what's even crazier now that I think about it is who would have thought that in when Luke was born in 20 or 2000, that in 2020, there would be a pandemic and the 2020 Olympics would be canceled. No one. Right. It's just crazy. It's crazy how we think we can count on something and it because it's always been and then it just gets turned upside down and it's like, nope, that's so not what's going to happen or what's going to go on. And we can, I love it. It's, it's in Proverbs where we can, we can, we can make plans, but really it's God yeah. who directs our steps. And yeah. so I think it's so interesting to think that I thought I had it figured out. Um, and it's just surprise after surprise. And life is so like that. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. So for me, um, if I could compete, I would totally compete in basketball just because I played would. basketball growing yeah. up and I just to be that um, of an elite of an athlete in the sport you know that I, I played for all those compete in. I would not compete in being an Olympic parent. <laughs> yeah, I it's crazy to think truly. Right. Like, yeah. The money, the money, the, the time. time, the dedication, the commitment, like it is just as much. For the younger, for for like mm. young computers, like mm. and, and then to continue to, I mean, training doesn't start when you're an adult. No, um, yeah, it's more than just the athlete that is, yeah, making those commitments. Um, I'm watching church online, um, I, but in our um, in our sermon, and the, the guy that spoke yesterday, he's he's awesome, and he's talking about they're talking they're talking about the adventurous life, and they're talking about um, that there's there's in the adventurous life, there's a good fight mm -hmm. and we need to get involved in a good fight. And he was talking about a boxer. And so it was just reminded me when we we're talking about how much time and energy, I think, I mean, I'm, I might get this a little bit wrong. So, cause I just, it was very much in passing, but it reminded me of this, that um, a boxer trains for um, nine to 12 months, five to eight hours a day, five days a week for what is an average boxing match of 17 minutes. Yep. And to think about 
all of the time, all of the dedication, all of that for 17 minutes. And then it just made me, and I'm sure he talked about this, but it just talks, I mean, thinking about how we, we will, athletes, and we understand them putting in this strict dedication and this strict training for 17 minutes. And so in life, I think so many times we think that we are we're preparing this little bit and we're going to have this great breakthrough, but it's every day getting in the grind, doing the right thing, doing the next right thing, Mm -hmm. putting in the time, putting in the effort, the dedication to get us ready for what could be 17 minutes of what we're called to do. Absolutely. And so, um, it just is crazy to me that we, we want our culture. So instant gratification. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm not it. And really, truly, it just takes a lot it's of the work. Long game. Yeah, at dedication um and the and in training our minds and our bodies and our spirit to be prepared for what is before us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You ready for the next one? Yep. Okay. If you could time travel, where would you go? Hmm. Oh, this has nothing to do where where I would go, but I love the show Outlander. Right? Holy moly. Yeah. Great show. Now, there's some parts in it that aren't so, that are really difficult. But there are, but the but the premise of time travel and and all of that, yeah. is unbelievable to me. Right. And do you have an answer to that? Because I because I could keep talking. To um. You. Do I? I do. Um. <laughs> I would love to save that time, but I I would not make it. Like I really. <laughs> I really wouldn't. And make that it. time would be and the late 1600s, the yeah, early 1700s. 1700s. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, but that time there, like in there being in, in Scotland. Scotland and, and what was, maybe it's just, it's just Scotland. Scotland is a truly gorgeous place to be. I bet. And, one day I hope to go back. Um, so a- absolute, absolutely stunning place to be. But what, what was I? It's gone. Go ahead. Where would you go? Do you have, I mean, where, if you could time travel, where would you go? I mean, I want to say there, but I would, I wouldn't make it. I, 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 to that time, I would not make it in that time. So I don't think that that is, I don't think that that is my time and I don't want to go forward. No, no, I don't want to go forward. Not at all. Um, so for me, I don't think I would probably make it either. But I've always, <laughs> I've always wanted to be Laura Ingalls Wilder. You have. I really thought you were going to say. I really thought you were going to say their cabin for 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 your house. Oh, like, that was a good idea. I, huh? That's what I. Th- where I thought you were going, but I didn't want to put that in your head because I wanted to see what you were going to say. So yeah, the Huxbulls or the Wilders. There's yeah, the, yeah, that's a that's a big change there. So, but I guess I brought it up anyway. So that's funny yeah. that you knew that. Um, I would totally, I would want to do that. I think that the simplicity, in a way, the simplicity not being part of all the technology yeah. and it being focused on family and community and the simplicity of that, the simplicity of knowing that you have to plant a garden to survive. And you have to work together as a family to survive. It's not about these conveniences, but it's about actually surviving. And the simplicity of having that one-mindedness, um, to me, is an incredible. Would be an incredible experience. Um, we're so. I feel like, although we have so many people and so many things at our fingertips right now, I, I, the world is just a lo- can be a very lonely place to be. Yes, it can. and so 
for me, when you have to rely on someone else, when you have to rely on people, um, it makes, I mean, I, I would love, I would absolutely love that. And, um, I would not survive very well, um, having to butcher things. You whatever you don't want to die. Right. And having to eat, you know, and having to eat my pet sheep or whatever it would be. I mean, that would have a, for me, that would be a very much getting used to. I've done um, that. Well, not sheep, but. Okay. <laughs> cattle. Cow. We named them and right. then we ate them. Yeah. So that would, I, that, I could get on another tangent, but so, but for me, I think that that would be really, really cool. Yeah. Okay. Do you have, you don't have any, I still don't have, no, I I think I would love to see what was happening in those early 1700s. Um, Yeah. To be a part of the revolution, to be a part of the revolution. Um, I'd probably die on a ship across the sea. Not going to (laughs) lie. Like (laughs) that, that would have been me, but, um, to, to be a part of that and and but I wouldn't make it they'd I, hang me for killing a man who are we kidding they'd they'd hang you for being a, a strong woman yep yeah well you'd give them a run for their money for sure uh, okay what are your three favorite movies Ooh. Notting Hill Notting Hill. The Sandlot. And I'm going to need one to come. I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to have to need a minute to come up with a third one. Okay. I love The Sandlot. I just watched that over the 4th of July weekend. You're killing me, Smalls. I know. You're killing me, Smalls. That is such a great coming to age movie. Yeah, so, so good. I we watched that on repeat when i mean i have four brothers we watched that movie on repeat and luke watched it on repeat Mm -hmm. he loved that movie and there's like there are movies like that that i think about now what that my kids watched over and over that are so good i love notting hill too um one that is that is a great movie i love when she's in the bookstore just a girl standing standing in in front front of of a boy asking asking him him to love her. her great movie i that is that's an incredible movie but i'm gonna go with hoosiers okay okay so yeah you know what you know what woman from or what girl what girl that loves basketball, basketball um and grew up in indiana would not pick hoosiers i mean i'm sure there's a lot but that's for me it's <laughs> hoosiers. i can set i can i can i'm annoying to watch that movie with because i watched it so much you i can repeat you can, the stuff yes. I, you mm-hmm. know i feel like i'm an actor i feel like i experience it um the second one would be the live action or the newest cinderella okay which i want to watch again but it's not yet on disney plus um or it wasn't the last time okay. i looked um i love that movie and for me there's so many correlations to um i, I was watching it th- in a very the first time i watched it was very very difficult time and i needed a huge love note from God that led him to help me just to remember that he saw me and that he, he knew my heart and he knew that I wanted to be rescued basically by him. And, um, everybody, I mean, when you listen to this, you know that I love creatures and especially white ducks, there's a white duck and a white goose actually. And then the chandelier in that movie, um, is made out as a, um, glass geese. And I just, 
I want that. I'm, I know that God specifically created that for my home that he's preparing for me on the new earth. I absolutely know that. I, that was just like this. I see you, Sarah. Yes. I don't know. I don't know how many other people in the whole wide world would get so excited about a chandelier. But for me, that just that that broke me in so many ways. So I love that movie. And um, the third movie, probably I, I, I've. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I love this movie, and it's what's just coming to mind is While You Were Sleeping. My girls just watched that movie Did this they? weekend. Yes. I love that movie. I love how you can have one thing in your mind and know that that's what you want, mm-hmm. but it's not really what you want. No. Yeah. And you get surprised in life about what you really want and what you really need. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love that movie. That's a great movie. Yes. Um. So... I like I've been listening to you and I'm running through three movies that would like fight for first okay. like that would fight for the third spot. Okay. Uh-huh. And um I think I'm going to go with Pride and Prejudice with Kira Knightley. Okay. Um have you seen this? Movie? It's been a long time. Okay. The scene where he walks across the field to her in the morning and I don't remember. Um the the sun is coming up and he says they have a conversation and then he says I love I love I love you Hmm. and to me not only is it beautiful romantically like I I love their story but um, but Stacey Eldridge used that Hmm. in the captivating retreat and so since 2012, it has represented this image of God walking, like God is pursuing me. Mm. And when he meets up to me, he says, I love, I love, I love you. I love that. So, Pride that's and Prejudice. Good. Okay, cool. That was, that's really great. Yeah. If, you could, <laughs> if you could ask your pet three questions, what would they be? Will you ever calm down? Do you know that I love you? And why won't you eat your food? Like, do you like your food? Like, that, that's, I, we're very concerned. Like, I am learning. I believe I'm learning that, that Leo's problem is that Leo's problem is quarantine. We have no schedule here. We we just kind of like do things whenever mm-hmm. we do things. And I remember when we first brought him, um, when we first bought him and brought him home, that um, you know we had a hard time getting him to eat. And the vet said, "Feed him when you eat." And I only eat like once or twice a day, and they're, it's never at the same time. And so, like, there's really no feed him when you eat because it's so um, we've been going through this again over the last few weeks where Leo's eating is very sporadic. And so now the girls are like, does he like his food? Like, (laughs) does he even like it? Like, we feed him the same thing every day, twice a day. Does he even like it? What if he doesn't like his food? So, yes, does he know (laughs) that I love him? Will he ever calm down? And does he like his food? Those are those are great questions. Thank you. So I have, of course, my dog Levi, who's 
been my best friend through so much stuff. I mean, just like my, like he's there all the time. So it's just been, he's just been my best buddy. But I'm going to go with my cat, Charlie, at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Because Charlie, when I get home, there are times that she'll just, squat and pee she's a cat and i'm like is she sick what's going on and so like i've been so concerned that she has a bladder infection a uti and so last week i um got off or i didn't take lunch so i could get her to the vet and i take her to the vet and i'm concerned for her because my uh, my cat miles um and i had to put him down and so you know it's really hard when you don't know what's your cats obviously can't talk or your creatures can't talk to you so um so I'm concerned for her and wondering what's going on with her health. So, um, and you can't go into the vet right now either because right. you just drop them off and they go in. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. So Not then, a fan. yeah. So I had, was waiting outside. I'm waiting outside. It's one of the hottest days of the year. I'm sitting outside in the in in the very very hot sun. I'm sitting. I tried to sit on the curb, but then ants started crawling on me. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm waiting for my darn cat, and she comes out and she says. Charlie has anxiety. Like everything else is fine. Like she's physically healthy. She's, she's good, but Charlie has anxiety. So I, um, if I could ask Charlie, what are you anxious about? What's going on? Like why, what's going, what's, yeah. What's your issue? Um, that would be my question. That would be your question. And I take up all three just to know that one dang question. So that's it. That's all I need to know is why is my cat anxious? I have no idea. Cats are yes. finicky. Yes. I feel like Levi and I have our own language anyway. So I feel like we talk. I know that sounds weird. No, no. Okay. I oh. talk to Leo all the time. Right. He just doesn't have much to say back to me. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Okay. One last thing. Oh, do you want to hear a fun before we oh, move yeah. on? You want to hear a funny pet story? So Cliff and I, um, Leo has been part of the Ravens Care family for 10 months. Okay. When he first came home, I wanted to get a gate that covered both stairs that attached to the wall. My husband didn't want to put a gate on the wall for the last 10 months. Nine and a half. Cause it took a little while for Leo to learn the stairs. Mm-hmm. But once he did, and he learned that he can get through the gate. Then we were chasing him upstairs and downstairs like all the time. Right. The number of treats that the dog got to come back downstairs to me are like endless. <laughs> so Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, um, Cliff and I go to PetSmart to buy a gate that covers both stairs up and down and attaches to the wall. Yeah. My husband's idea. Of course it was. And uh, and when we were at PetSmart, it was um it was pet adoption day. And so they had pups mm-hmm. in crates in the center aisle. And yeah, I almost came home with another pup. Are you now, serious? No. Halfway? I don't know. Because I made a connection with this with this pup like we we were making like really hard connection, but I I I can't handle two pups and mm-hmm. I and I know that I can barely handle the one I have. I cannot believe you. And we, but we made eye contact and and we were we were having a connect and then she barked and it was a noise that I <laughs> couldn't take and I'm like I'm sorry love but I have to leave you here and I hope you find a good forever home but it's not mine. 
Aww. It was so hard to walk past those pot. Like, yeah. I would have felt bad. I, I would have. I would have had the I hope they find a forever home today feeling before I had Leo. But with Leo, I was like, well, maybe one of their like maybe our home is there there for, but it's not. It's not right. Well, that's that's so anyway. Funny story. I almost brought home another dog on Saturday. <laughs> that's crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. Okay, here's the last question. Okay. Speaking of pups, I got to get home to mine. Yes, you do. Okay, what's the most beautiful place you've ever been? Ooh. Um, hmm. Loch Ness. Really? Or any, but yeah. Um, yeah. The Highlands of Scotland are one of the most stunning places I've ever been. Um, everything was green. Hmm. It was, and I don't like being outside. <laughs> But it was, it it was just stunning. And we did, we did, um, we took a, it was a day bus tour. And so we're on the same bus with the same people all day long. And we drive through the highlands and, um, and we did stop at Loch Ness. And so, I mean, just beautiful body of water and little village surrounding this. I mean, Not only was it visually stunning, the people were amazing. Like mm. it, it wasn't like when we, it wasn't like when we went to Paris, where not everybody was kind and friendly. Everybody, like I, there was this little village we stopped in, and okay, when you think you're taking a summer vacation, that weather is not based on your summer vacation at home or your your summer temperature mm. at, at home. True. And so we had a lot of friends in Europe who were saying like, oh, it's a heat wave. Like it, it's really hot over here. And that means something in my mind, but it's not what they meant. And so we get to, we get to Scotland and it's like in the sixties and we're dressed for summer in Kentucky, which was not sixties clothes. And um, we actually had to stop and buy, uh, McKenna, uh, a wool coat, like it, it, it was a wool coat because it was the one that she liked. Mm-hmm. But um, the lady in the, sh- I mean, just so sweet. And actually, we walked in the stop shop and she's talking about how hot it is. And we're there to buy our kid a jacket. Like it was so interesting. It, the kindest people. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, we, we stopped in several villages, you know, on that drive during the day. Um, so not only was it visually stunning, it, the, the people were amazing. And we live in the greater Cincinnati area. We're not all nice here. like Not all friendly. We're not sure. all friendly. And um, now i got to wear the stupid mask. So people can't even see when I'm smiling at them. So. I know. It's weird, isn't it? It is. It's stupid. I told Megan that um, it's stupid that they can't see me smiling at right. them. So, and um, I told Megan, I said, makeup is like a thing of the past. Because like nobody can see it anyway. What's the point? Right. I don't. I mean, I was thinking I, I love to have on lip gloss, but there's no reason there's to have, no on, reason to have, to have on. on lip gloss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm going to say Scotland. Okay. That, I mean, yeah. Most stunning place I've ever been. That's cool. I'm just sitting here trying to think about um, the most visually stunning place I've been. Um, 
because I haven't and I haven't been on a vacation in a long time. Right. Um, and now when I associate certain places, it, it I'm trying to have good memories and not mm-hmm. like not hurtful memories. So, um, so, so I'm really trying to weigh that with, okay, really where is the most beautiful yes. place you've been? And, um, I really think, one of my favorite memories of just of experiencing something is um, in the warm water of at the Baha- of the Bahamas. Oh yeah! And the reason I say that is because Luke was ten when we first went, I think. And um, didn't he get a cruise for his yeah, birthday? Yeah. Like that was- so, but then we ended up going back. So I can't remember, Hi, but I Leo. really think it was when he was 10. But he was really into baseball. It's the podcast pup making it an is. appearance. He says hello. I don't know who opened the gate to let him down. <laughs> so, but he had on, he, he decided he wanted to have a mask on. Do you want me to let him know? Okay. They can get him. Okay. Um, he, he had a mask on so he could see under. And I've never, I never liked really um, ocean water. It's uh, because I'd never been to a place where you could see the sea. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But um, I was in, and it was so warm, and I love warm water, and it was unbelievable, and the water was just clear. And I'm walking, and he said, "Mom, there's a baseball fish by your by your toe." And I said, "What?" And he said, "It's a, it's white, but has this little red stripe through it." And I said, "Oh my gosh, let me see your mask." And so, um, we uh, he gave me his mask, and then um, I didn't have a mask, and so when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so amazing, so um, the kid's dad went and um, got us all masks and snorkel, um, you know, like snorkel mm-hmm. things so we could go in, and um, I remember the first time I went underneath the water, and I got to see this incredible other world, and so that's probably for me what I'm going with is underneath that water in the Bahamas where I got to see coral and um, creatures. I saw a lobster. I, it was just amazing. And I was just taken away to just a new, totally new place. And my body completely went relaxed. And so for me, it's underneath that water. I mean, I've, there's so many yeah. other things, but it was that experience with visually incredible things that I had never gotten to experience before. So I like that. Yeah. that were, I mean, th- there was a lagoon that Cliff and I went to in the Bahamas when, uh-huh. I mean, we were married not long. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we, I don't think we had children yet. Wow. And, um, and so th- that, that was like my, my first, my go-to, but it doesn't compare to, yeah. I can't wait. So I for want, me, so I, one of my dreams is to go to Switzerland. I, st- oh, I still yes. really want to do that. I want to see the Alps and I want to see the quaint villages. And I just have, I mean, I want to be, Maria and the Sound of Music. But that's not going to happen. I want to. I want to. Um, I want to go to Austria and take mm-hmm. the, Austria, the, yeah. the Sound that, of Music yeah. tour. I, I do. That's that's one, which I think is a question on one of. I think it was on one of the um, cards I was playing with while we were talking. But um, well, how was that question actually worded? Because I had. What's the most beautiful place you've ever been? Okay, um, like I, I said, visually stunning place in the world that I've ever been but on a v- much smaller scale the most beautiful place I've ever been is my grandma's kitchen table mm, yeah so um y- you really could answer that question yes you could um in in very different ways for sure yeah yeah anyway I like that all right guys that that was fun like I I love doing those I know we um saved them for for 
finishing up an episode or, but, but I love that that was just all we did today because you can tell stories and it can make you think and it can lighten the load. Yes. So thank you guys for letting us keeping our keep. Thank you for letting <laughs> us keep our journey authentic. And we so enjoy being able to share that with you until next time. Live authentically.